told you, mom and dad, old people are will be called mom and dad. And so, You're boom. Good. You are good. I was you right. are good. You are. I know this game. Very... I know this game. Welcome to Reality Revelations with Mark and Jasmine. I'm Mark Drum. And I'm Jasmine Lachey. Where we discuss our revelations of reality TV. So the last episode, we saw Pooch go home. So I'm running off that high into this next episode. Okay. <laughs> Were you as excited about this episode as I was? Because I was so excited about this episode. It was interesting, to, to say uh, the least. And uh, I have thoughts. And, you know. This is what happens when you're like a professional. Because you're like, look at you. So cute getting excited over this. And I'm like, I am so ready. I'm ready for our girl to do the thing. I'm ready. <laughs> Yes. Well, before we get into that, remember, this random week of the Big Brother house is being run as the head of household with Turner. And Yes. So what are your thoughts with the house guest reactions to the nominations of Michael and Brittany with Turner's HOH? Like I said last episode, Michael and Brittany are the two people who I feel like have been counted out, who they're not really with anybody as first draft so I don't think anyone was surprised about seeing Michael and Brittany up I think that even they were not surprised to see themselves up on the block so yeah going into it I think we have some pretty standard like I feel like this is a really good way to kind of start an episode versus being left on like a, a cliffhanger like how I feel like half of these episodes are cliffhangers and mm-hmm. so it was, it's nice, some resolve, some resolution, because they did talk about how everyone is expecting for Michael to do what he's already done with his two past vetoes. I think, so that's why I don't think anyone is surprised, but I also don't think anybody's worried. Mm. Well, about Michael and Brittany. I think some people are worried about themselves, but I don't think anybody's worried about Michael and Brittany being up on the block. Names, give me names. Who's them? Okay. So I think that Taylor, all of the guys, and I think the girls kind of still underestimate Michael just a little bit. I don't think that they fully really feel like he's as hardcore as the other guys are. But I don't think any of the girls were really thinking about Michael really being on the block because of his past vetoes, like all of the girls. Taylor, because she has a specific relationship with him. The other girls, because he's been included on some of the Taylor hate. And so he kind of already understands that his only job is to get the veto. So he and Brittany understand that they're pawns, even without having to have that told to them. So Monty and Kyle and Joseph, they aren't worried about Michael because once again, Michael is King Vito. So I think everyone is on the same page is what I think. Okay, so not just- For them. different reasons. Got it. Yes, not just them. Everyone is on the same page, but just for different reasons. All right, so Turner mentions that he's sketched out by Brittany. Why do you think that? <laughs> it's the eyes, man. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I told you that photo, that photo was enough. It's the eyes, man. Was it the eyes? Well, okay. He can't say it's the eyes, but I feel like when she gets excited, she's one of those people who she has large, she has really big, pretty eyes, but I feel like she's kind of like me where like I, my eyes too wide. It's easy for somebody to get suspicious because what do you see? What is it? What's behind me? That on top of the fact that every time she tells the truth, she's too, she's not giving the information that people want to know. And then she's volunteering information. And so then it's making her look needy or like 
oddly desperate, which seems manipulative. So I understand why he's creeped out by Britney, even though Britney's like, I'm actually just trying to let y'all know that I'm willing to be a team player. And huh, okay, it's backfiring every single time. And that's the same problem that Taylor has. Taylor has been too honest and she's been too cordial and passive, but we'll get into that because that, that comes up in this episode too. Yeah. Mm. Well, did you believe Turner's speech that Michael and Brittany just never talked game with him? Or was that just a waste of a speech because he knows he's trying to get somebody else out of the house? I will say with Michael, it was definitely just a thing. And then with Brittany, I think he misinterpreted <laughs> he misinterpreted her efforts at talking game, which is what I mean when I said that she's too honest. Hey, here's a random fact. And it's like, I didn't ask you about anything related to this, but thank you. So it's kind of like that. Yeah, I believed him. I just don't think he understands the reasoning for that, you know? Okay. It's a sneaky game. It's a sneaky game because things that seem really innocent, people are taking things one way. Very easy to see that. So I can understand the mentality because if I'm extra paranoid that somebody's out to get me, this game also breeds on paranoia. So I can see why that would be true for him. Yes. Oh, okay. So it. just like in the earlier episodes when that paranoia happened. Yes, I believe that Turner is living his truth. I don't know if there's any validity to it, but I do know that Turner is living his truth. And I believe that that's that the way he feels is exactly why he, he did what he did and said what he said. All right. Well, speaking of truth, surprisingly, in this episode, they had a nice little segment with yeah. Monty and Taylor talking about colorism. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Do you think that conversation was genuine? It was genuine enough. I feel like it was as genuine as it needed to be. Let's remember, Monty at the very beginning of this season has yes. been anti-Taylor, never yes, giving her this... never giving her the benefit of the doubt, and then yes. just completely spinning this like in a 360 and now actually yeah. having a heart? You know what I think it is? It's I sus it's for because... me. It's super sus. It's... Here's the thing. It's very suspicious and it, it's very convenient. I do not deny that. But what I will say is that even if it's not genuine, now is the perfect time to flip it. Now is the perfect time because they've all said that Taylor is this confident person. So now's the time to make sure this is the best decision because the guys have realized that the girls are pushy and they're not strategic about it. They're now feeling like they've been manipulated, which congratulations you have congratulations you win the prize <laughs> so i think the best thing for him to do is to get down to the roots of why everybody hates her because the only thing she ever did was say hey you know oh, we don't speak her name we don't speak that name i'm bleeping that out <laughs> So they who shall not be named said that she thinks that the guys are going to be coming for her. So just keep that in mind. And then it was this thing. And then when they talked it over, he was like, I mean, it sounds reasonable, but also like I can't afford to care right now. When you don't have any of that other push and you realize you've been getting manipulated, it's very easy to be like, okay, so this person is actually probably not half as bad as I think they are. And then you get a conversation with someone who basically tells you that people that they should have been able to trust, they were not. And when it came down to them having a sense of community, they were ostracized into a very small category that was talked about negatively all the time. So for her to be as confident as she is now, now it makes sense why, yeah, I'm probably not gonna tell you my deepest, darkest secret when I just met you. 
especially when the whole point is for me to be winning this game for money. So I can't just be pouring out my heart. I can't be this boy band is tearing up my heart when I'm with you. I can't do it because I can't afford to just openly trust somebody for no reason. Them both being fully black makes them able to connect and understand that. Because I'm sure at least one time in his life, he has done something, been with somebody or whatever, experienced something that somebody told him that that's only what white people do. You know what I mean? I think it was genuine enough. However, comma, who cares? It's convenient and it works for us because now Taylor can see, here's the thing, looky, looky, here's a cookie. And then here's A, B, C, D. If they get to the point where Monty feels like he believes what it is that he's being told. Yeah, no, now, I'm not on team Monty yet. I don't understand why they'd be trying to make Monty look like he has a heart because he's still a jerk in my eyes. And the fact that you go for our queen, in the beginning, no, first impressions but, are still the but same. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not for it. But that's what I'm saying. That's why this is convenient for Taylor. Like, it doesn't matter if it's real or not. He doesn't have to genuinely care. As long as he does what, he, what she needs him to do to keep her in the house, then it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Because Taylor's one of those people, she's putting things together like, okay, I feel like I'm being targeted. I feel like I'm being attacked. The second you can see how quickly someone can flip a switch, then you know what they're capable of. So I feel like because she's someone who has waited as long as she has to really open up to anybody and this is the person she does it with, I feel like she's smart because the only other person she could connect to on that level would be Terrence. And Terrence, who cares? <laughs> Why not? Why not dad? Why can't you Terrence talk to is dad? Not, dad is not a player. That doesn't benefit her. <laughs> that doesn't benefit. Terrence may make it to jury, but I doubt it. What I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that she knew that her bonding with Monty was more important. So I don't care if it's genuine or not. That's all I'm saying. So her strategy of still getting in with the guys is still working. Yes. Interesting. And while her keeping her integrity and her still being the exact same person she was when she came to the house. If you notice, Taylor has only ever been penalized for either being honest or simply being misunderstood. It's never been because she's actually done it because you know Twitter would know. Those live feeds, they don't play. <laughs> there's, there's always somebody on. So if Tay-Tay made a mistake, you best believe the anti-Tays, they'd be out there on Twitter like, see, we told you. So it hasn't happened because the footage isn't there. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. That, that's what I mean, yeah. And did you relate to the whole colorism thing? I did. I come from fairer skinned people and I'm a little bit more brown. So I felt the difference. And then my daughter, who is almost seven, looked at me and my mom sitting together and asked me if she was going to get lighter as she got older. And I was like, no, baby, why? And she she got disappointed. And I was like, okay, well, here's the thing. You're as dark as you are because it's summer and you like outside. I don't like outside. So this is probably, I'm going to look like this most of the time. I might also only get a little bit lighter because winter's coming and I don't do that either, okay? <laughs> You're gonna get lighter because winter's coming and that's that's just how it works. But you don't have to worry about that. And then I think about my mom who had that in reverse because she grew up during a time where white people were not like the thing. So all of the black kids in her neighborhood were like, is your mama white? Are you sure? And then her growing up with her sister who was browner, then it just adds so much to it where they thought she was white and that my aunt was black. So colorism thing, you always hope 
that somebody understands. But at the same time, you never know because there are people who will claim it's never been. It's I've never I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. Don't know her. It's nice that even if he's playing a part, he's playing the right part now because Monty was looking like a straight up Scooby-Doo villain before. Some of these clowns are still looking like they have the pin mustache with the villainous top hat and whatever else. Like they're playing this game and it's looking cheesy. Daniel, I'm looking at you. <laughs> but I feel like Monty, once again, we talked about pivoting. There are only a few people who understand how to pivot. There are a lot of people who don't see when the temperature in a room has changed. Like when Indy went, where is Indy? <laughs> I could definitely relate with colorism too. And Taylor was right. It expands all races. Okay, let's switch gears. Back to yes. the game. Yes, back to the game. So Kyle informs the Oasis about Alyssa telling about the Girls' Girls' Alliance. Was that smart? Yeah, absolutely smart. She's get- Listen, this girl is giving him everything except her birth certificate and her SSN, man. Like, I think Alyssa thinks that this female alliance or whatever she thinks it is, is so in control that she has to have a lifesaver for Kyle, which is stupid because she's not even a key enough player in the game yet. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's really checking for Alyssa because they feel like they can get her out of the house at any point in time. Nobody's worried about her. Mm-hmm. Cause even if you notice when it comes time to being a pawn, nobody's like, let's put up Alyssa. That's cause they know Alyssa is probably not gonna win. And then if it's between her and somebody else, who's going to use the veto if it's two people, if it's someone that they don't like, but also somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. So Well, yeah. she did, however, get to the final three of the last HOH competition. So she could be seen more as a threat. She could. I don't think she is, but <laughs> she could be. I think she thinks she's a secret threat. Mm. Little does she know that she's about to make it so that way... <laughs> You know, it's interesting. Alyssa is the reason why the rest of everything else happens. So once they watch this back, they're going to see that the downfall of this newfound whatever is her fault. Oh, okay. So it's her fault. Interesting. Yeah. What Whatever happens after Kyle tells the Oasis about her telling him all the deets and the tea, any of the fallout that backfires on the Girls Girls Alliance or on her is her fault. So when they look back, they can see where it all went wrong. And it's with Alyssa following, I, I don't even know if it's instincts. I don't know what it is. Love. He must make good coffee or something. <laughs> yes, we'll call it coffee. And so <laughs> we've, been seeing, we've been seeing at the beginning of the season how the girls have been playing this game. And now we're starting to see the guys start playing the game. How do you feel about the guys finally playing the game now? Or at least the edit is showing the guys are finally playing the game. I think they've always been playing the game. I just think that now they're not just pawns. I feel like now they've decided to at least pick a position. So now there are bishops, there are knights. It makes sense now if you're thinking about the game of chess because to have all of these people who were all jumping on one person all of a sudden now have to figure out who have we been listening to? Where did all of this come from? The reason that the guys are able to finally start playing the game is because Alyssa busted and told them that there's this other group. They don't even know that they've been playing the game passively this entire time by ganging up on one girl because a group of girls 
told them to. And now they know. Now that they're together, now that they're playing the game, now they know. Do you think that's the girls' alliance downfall or is that the guy's advantage <sighs> that Alyssa was loose lips? I think that this is the start of better alliances. But because I thought alliances didn't matter. They don't in the beginning. Not gendered alliances. Mm. Male-female alliances in the beginning doesn't matter. That's what Taylor said that. And I 110% agree. There's no reason. I mean, yes, I'm not saying turn an alliance down. Clearly, that's not what you want. But what I am saying is to simply be wholly invested in a gendered alliance is dumb. Always. Especially when all of the players are there. Mm -hmm. The game now is they've always been trying to get out as many of the top guys as possible. That's been the game since jump. That was only I mean, week after... one. Or that was only week two. Week two, we only got they finally got a I guy know. Out. But that's when they realized Okay, this is when, that's why Taylor was like, okay, if I do it, then we have to get a, I'm going to vote a guy out, which I understand why she told Amira that because she has been feeling like they've been pulling her in after that thing with Pooch where they all ganged up on him, rightfully ganged up on him. <laughs> She didn't realize until about the middle of this episode that she wasn't as included as she thought. When she was picked as a pawn to get Pooch out, she was a pawn for that, but she was also a pawn for them in general. So I think it's going to get good. I think it's going to get good. It's going to get good? Okay. Well, I just eye roll when the fact that up oh, here comes another guys alliance starting to make actual moves in this game when why can't the women starting to make moves in this game yeah yeah guys the guys are yes, finally they're doing just something now and yes, making the game interesting that. and yeah. making the game interesting when why couldn't because, the girls have been doing this that whole blind. time that's the thing that's why they didn't include taylor and britney and britney understands this that's why she and Michael are friends because the guys did the same thing to him. So they both know what it feels like to have their main groups because there's that's how it always is. There's always one weird person, weird person, when you have division of genders. There's always somebody ostracized because in a large group or whatever, everybody can't get along. Why not? I want to get along with everybody. I mean, you know, that's the goal. But granted, I also yes. judge people. Yes, so but you keep it in your that brain <laughs> and that's, that's what matters. This is not what's happening in this house. It's open judgment. You know what I'm saying? And they're telling each other. So I feel like they were all able to influence each other about how they felt about certain people. Taylor, Michael, Brittany. And so mm -hmm. that made it a lot easier for them to be free agents. So then it's like, I do have an alliance with you, but also who's to say that I should? Uh, listen, I have to equal opportunity with regard to alliances. I'm with it. I get it. Get all, get as many cards as you can. That's the, the business of business. But I think the women could, the girls couldn't figure it out because they were still so busy using Taylor as a target. That was Pooch's downfall. This is going to continue to be people's downfall because she didn't do anything. Interesting. Okay. So we get into the power of veto competition and they have to choose another pair of mm -hmm. uh, festy besties to compete. From the draw, Turner picks Nicole and... Taylor. Nicole and Taylor. So what do you think about this draw? POV draw, honestly, I, I was not surprised. And none of that surprised me because this has been Taylor's luck and Michael and Brittany were already up on the block. I, why would I care about anybody else? You know what I'm saying? I didn't listen. I didn't see Indy at all. So, this, this, I haven't seen so, Indy at all at this point in this episode. So that's why I'm like, I who, who else do I care about? <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't care. 
There's 16. There were 16 and they people were at the beginning trash. of the season that you they had to start all caring trash. about. trash. That's not my fault. Except for Taylor. Except exactly. for Taylor. I don't know what I'm going to do. Listen, I'm not, I don't know what I'm going <laughs> to do if she doesn't win. I don't know who, who then do I root for? Like, do I just, do I get well, to just hate on everybody? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you okay. can. Have you, you can hate on everybody. Like where you've hated every person I'm who's played. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. There have been seasons where I've not liked people who have continued and I'm just like, why? Why am I still going to watch this? I'll just catch the spark notes and just find out, all right, cool. Who's nominated this time? Great. All right, cool. I don't need to see the edits. I know what's going to happen. It's a hot mess express. There's no point in me wasting time. However, as still a loyal fan, I will begrudgingly watch the episode and curse and just grunt and complain how this is stupid, but still watch it because it's my game. And Fair I enough. Enjoy it. Fair enough. You can love to hate and hate to love. Which, speaking of, Nicole loves to play this game, but she hates to throw things. Do you think Nicole will throw this competition? Or did you think Nicole would throw the competition before seeing the episode? She seemed really committed. She burst into tears. Okay. She seemed really committed. Right. right. She had to have the sunglasses she was, on. She, she got incognito in her bed. She was crying about it. Yeah. I, I feel like she was too committed to not, you know, if it's really something you're thinking about <laughs> and you really want that money. And if you, if you don't like somebody as much as they, especially... This episode, I was like, okay, I don't know what Taylor did to Nicole and when it happened, but uh, it feels as though this really just started brewing overnight. I doubt it. I guess I got to search Twitter in the live feeds. <laughs> but Taylor and Nicole had a lot of misconnections. A lot of misconnections. With Nicole being upset, her and Daniel go into the HOH room to have a conversation without the HOH. Would you let others use the HOH room if you weren't there? Depends on what for. No. <laughs> use another part of the house. This is my room. If I earn the power to be head of household, I get my own room to spy on everybody and have my own shower and tub. This is my space for the week. You have everywhere else to be chatting. Why do you got to use my room? I just don't have a problem with telling people to get out. So I, that's why it wouldn't bother me. Oh, yeah. No, I have no problem with telling people to get out. I'd be like, but... I, and you don't have anything of value in that room. So if it's like, hey, I want to be by myself can you guys get out thank you <laughs> nah, no I, I, nah if they were already in the room like can we have a minute i'd be like no get out this is my room yeah i mean you're not wrong i like people and so i like people too but if this is my power for the week if i'm playing the game and i get my own room y'all got other plenty of rooms there they got where the toilets and the showers are downstairs they got the kitchen they got the game room they got the have not room but why you gotta be in my hoa room you're not wrong or i'm just mad petty and be like listen i'll just save this for later and this is the reason why i'm gonna nominate you <laughs> here's the thing if there's if there's someone who does it more than other people then it would be something i would use later to be like i just feel like you don't respect people's privacy you don't respect people's space you don't respect people and so that's why i'm putting you on the block sorry girl i don't care i got kids i'm used to having everything of my life invaded so maybe that's why i'm like I, 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 I. we still see nicole hung up on the whole will she throw this and will mm -hmm. won't she throw this and with daniel trying to console her in one of the bedrooms <sighs> about will she throw this will she not throw this because she asks again can i have the room i'm like yo that's the thing when you share a room with somebody that's why everyone when she's you know starts crying or whatever else because the only person who knows about this is what turner and daniel but there wasn't anybody else in the hoh room right 
So yeah, it was just those three. So the only people who know is those three people. So when you're crying in this room and you ask somebody to give you the room after like what hours, days, whatever, after you tell people your mom has cancer, yeah, people are going to be concerned and worried because what do you know? What happened? Like, are you okay? Is this about the game or is this about your life? What are we, because if it's about the game, do you. If it's about your life though, we're here. But how do you ask somebody about their sick parent? So the only person who understands is Daniel and Turner. Now, at some point, Taylor comes in and says, hey, I, whatever reasons, things, stuff. And it was meant to be a consoling thing. And then it's turned and it's manipulated. And so... I, this crying thing, the way she took it, I can't believe she would say that to me. Listen. So what are your thoughts on this whole Daniel and Nicole villain edit that they're giving us now? Well, first off, we already knew that Daniel was Lex Luthor in this situation. We already knew he was the Joker. Uh, no. We already know he uh, was no. too. We knew he was a villain. Okay. We knew he was trash when he decided that he was going to run up uh, in this house. He was a reject. He's not a villain. He's a reject. Let's you remember, remember the you, First impression. You remember the Incredibles said, though, right? You remember he was the Incredibles? a reject. Mm -hmm. Incredible boy. Mm -hmm. That's Daniel. He's incredible boy. So that's what I mean. You know, he's not a top tier villain. He's not somebody who like they'd remember his name maybe, but he's definitely a little baby villain. Definitely for sure. I think, I don't think that Nicole doesn't see how she's been played, which cute. She's a, she's a former cop. So I feel like. Which was finally admitted in the show that we hear right. that she is so a it's former like, cop. You act like a cop actually. Like when you think about all of the, the different tactics that she's, she, yeah, definitely like an undercover cop too for sure ooh, 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 ooh. and the way that nicole attempted to grow with her the way she started talking the way she started behaving in the house first off i'm not sure where nicole gets this idea that she can talk to anybody the way that she then started talking to people in the house but i will say <clears throat> it's fair to say that she has felt disrespected a lot in her life to the point where she feels as though that makes any kind of sense right? Because all Taylor said was that if you need to go, nobody's going to fault you for that. And then it was taken as a, you should quit this game. She's not a six foot five muscular man breathing over you saying women shouldn't have handcuffs. Like, come on, calm down. Okay. You're a former cop. I don't know when you were in the academy, but I need you to calm down that nineties scary cop thing chill like nobody's ever told you that it's okay for you to be that's toxic behavior nobody's ever told you that it's okay for you to take care of yourself so then you thought that was a, like that's why i was like okay <laughs> the villain edit it was good until that because i was like man if these writers if these are people writing, if people that are writing this if people are manipulating there's no like, writing you know, there's like, no writing I'm, it's because all this is the time when i feel like life is a simulation because i feel like there's no way that people are are like this but they are mm -hmm. i love the daniel and nicole villain edit because that's how i picture things in my mind when i see real villains <laughs> I'm just like, yes, like mentally <laughs> in my mind, when people are acting like trash or villainous, my mind is so dramatic. They start going sad and then they no, just attack. No, I just mean the way that it's edited with like music where it's like, dun, dun. it's very suspenseful in my mind. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Shout outs to the yes, sound you guys are great. people. You guys are great. Honestly, you guys, you guys are gonna probably what's gonna keep me going if Taylor doesn't win. You mentioned that Taylor had said if she wants to quit, quit. And we hear from the other house guests, oh, maybe it was because she got news from her mom. 
but really we know as a viewer that it's because she has to throw this competition so she can be the sacrificial right. lamb to then be put on the block to then get Taylor out. Which is so funny because they just did this to some somebody just did this. Somebody just volunteered to be on the block and then they got sent home 12 to zero. So I'm just trying to figure out why are you, what didn't you learn the first time? What did you not learn? I think you've already said it, but I just want to ask, what negative energy has Taylor sent out that made Nicole so pissed? I think it's the tone of voice with the wording because I don't think anybody actually listens to her when she talks. They say that it's passive aggressive. Like they're accusing her of being passive aggressive. I think the reason why is because she says things that are general and people take that some kind of way. Nothing. There has been a lot of neutral energy. There has been a lot of calming energy. I feel like the way Taylor talks is very Tony Braxton. Sultry. That's what it is. It's giving sultry. So when she, so when she's talking, like when she says to Nicole, if you need to go, nobody's going to fault you for that. That was her attempting to be kind. Mm -hmm. I think that the negative energy that people are talking about is kindness. And I don't think these people have a lot of it in their lives. So I think that's pretty much it because actual negative energy can't say that I've seen it, even though everybody, including Turner, has accused her of uh, having it. I think one thing that she and I can relate on, though, Taylor, I can see that she has misunderstood humor. People think she's being sarcastic. They think she's being passive aggressive when a lot of times she thinks that that's what they're giving her. And so that's what she's giving back. Now I am neurodivergent. So that might be a neurodivergent trait where our social cues are just kind of, they're a little skewed where maybe we're not sure. We think we know because we're we're used to seeing the cues, but I don't know that maybe we're computing it wrong. Cause I remember having that very same issue when I was in my twenties where I had a very hard time with people understanding that like, oh no, I was just being sarcastic or, oh, I was just, oh, but I thought you were being sarcastic with me, which is why I was being sarcastic with you. Or there were times where I was being serious and people thought I was being sarcastic. So I think that's a lot of what's happening to Taylor. I think that she's just trying to be nice and people are like, what do you, uh, that's, you're being passive aggressive. Don't ever say things like that to me. I think that people just don't know general kindness is. And so yeah, being misunderstood. Well, I can relate with Taylor oh. being fake. So oh. I'm, I'm all right Listen, if she, listen, and... if she is being fake, which honestly, I hope she is. I hope she's playing every single one of us. That was me being sarcastic. Oh, see? Man, yes. that's so cute. <laughs> Exactly. And that's yes. why I love Taylor. How can people be anti-Taylor? She's done nothing wrong. And she's, that's it. That's all she's done. She's just uh, lived in this house. That's it. That's her exactly. only crime. I feel so bad for her. Oh, justice for Tay-Tay. Right? America, we need to vote for her to be yes. America's favorite player. And yes. she needs to win. Yes. We're manifesting this. So we just need to continue yes. to keep manifesting this. All right. This week, we finally get a new host for the Paravito competition. Oh, yeah. And we find out mm-hmm. it's Joseph and the theme <laughs> is Woodstock. How do you feel Joseph did with his hosting of the competition? Wasn't memorable. <laughs> Wasn't memorable. I totally forgot he hosted. Hate to say it. Hate to say it. it here's the thing. It may, I think the reason why is because Daniel has been so annoying. Every time he has hosted, he has been so annoying. <laughs> and I think now that there hasn't been an annoying host, I was able to actually like watch as opposed to just being irritated with the host. So I, I don't know that it's Joseph's fault, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. 
Well, he was also dressed up in his hippie outfit when he was like, all right, house guests, let's go to the backyard and get ready. And then when he read those instructions, I definitely zoned out. I yeah. was like, what's going on? I'm just like watching, I'm watching the screen, seeing what's happening with how they're explaining this. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Which honestly, if you were doing this as a host, that's all you needed to do. You didn't need to put this character on, yeah. this impersonation yeah. to where just read yes. it and be excited. Now, Joseph wasn't as excited. Mm -hmm. However, I think that's also part of his ADHD, which is totally fine. And I think he gave I it think, what he could give it, you know? I think he gave it what I'm, he could give it. Yeah. Yeah, he gave what he could. Definitely right. hosting is not his thing. Yes. But and he had that, fun doing it. You can it. definitely tell that. Exactly. And you can tell that. And that's, that's all that matters. Exactly. All that matters. Daniel. Versus we Hello. saw the other side. This hot mess express. I'm like, oh my gosh. Hot mess express. But that's the thing though. I will say that's the job of an impersonator. They're a character, pretty much a caricature of that person. But it's because that person was such a character. So I can see why. I can see why somebody might give him money for that. Mm. <laughs> so before the competition starts, and when they see the theme of mm -hmm. Woodstock. Kyle mentions that he's never tried the devil's lettuce. Do you believe that? <laughs> I love that he calls it that. He absolutely. Well, you know what? He's a former Mormon, so he may not have gotten that far out or away from the Mormon religion. So who's to say? I think he's lying. But, you know, at the same time, I also think Kyle's a frat boy. So he could be a devil salad virgin. I don't know. But I think he's lying. <laughs> I definitely think he's lying. Who calls it that? The devil's lettuce. <laughs> so even before the competition starts, Jasmine mm -hmm. passes out. Do you think Jasmine wanting to sit out of the competition was strategic, dramatic, or both? Both. And I think she had a prior sprained ankle injury from some point in time. And I think she knew that if she twist, all she had to do was have it bent a little bit. And that would be enough for her to get a sprain. I feel like everything about her in these injuries is strategic and it's dramatic. And I don't want to say that they're faked. Well, this was fake, but I don't want to say that. Wait, you think her passing out was fake? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? I, what? what? Okay. Where are we? You act like people don't get paid to do that on a screen, on a stage. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Do do you not think it was fake? It wasn't the heat. It wasn't. It wasn't the heat. It wasn't the heat because she's there from was a two heat hot wave. states. She is from Mississippi and she lives in Georgia. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, so so you don't hold on. Look, I'm just trying to find. I'm just trying to find a reason why they would give Jasmine this airtime of passing out, and then you hear from her. I have been medically cleared to still be able to compete. However, I'm going to sit out, which means that she's telling her Fasty Bessie Turner, sorry, I don't want to compete. And that we just have to rely on either Michael and Brittany possibly winning, even though Turner put them up or Nicole and Taylor to win. How is that strategic in how she's playing the game for her Fasty Bestie as opposed to her individual game? Well, he's head of house, so it doesn't matter for him. At the end of the day, no matter what, he either gets Britney gone, and that's another girl out, period, or he gets what he wants, and that is to replace Nicole with 
you know. With Taylor and Nicole. Got yeah, yeah, yeah. So I... So are you still rooting for Jasmine? I stopped rooting for her <laughs> after the first episode. It did not even... We didn't even get to the first episode before I started rooting for her. <laughs> but she has a class. And, and her name is Jasmine. Honestly, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. This is what I think. I think that because Jasmine and Turner already had the head of house, that's why Jasmine deciding she didn't want to compete because she already knew that they didn't really have to. There was no sweat off her back, no no whatever. And it's another thing she doesn't have to actually do. So of course she faked it. I'm just saying. Like in, at the end of the day, it supports. She has her life vest on and she's floating. And here's the thing. You can tell, you could easily tell that she's one of those lazier people because of the way she treated Taylor when she first twisted her ankle. Actually, when she first started treating people in the house. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have to catch some of that on the live feeds. But when I tell you the level of trash, it's just, it, it, no, nope. Mm-hmm. We get into the competition finally, and they put a picture of her husband randomly photoshopped into the competition as she imagines she is Hulk woman. How did you feel about her story and that whole motivation for Britney to win this competition? I feel like they're giving Britney the edit that her picture gave as an impression. Like, I feel like they're... They are making Britney be the heavy, and I don't appreciate it. The level of Britney mockery, yes, the level of disrespect, disrespect. and Britney mockery, okay, it's just, it's unneeded. It's unnecessary. They need to leave Britney alone? Yes, they need to leave Britney alone, okay? Because they don't do that to anybody. <laughs> no, you know who they do do that to? They do that to Terrence, and she doesn't deserve that. Okay, she's tried to play this game. These people won't play with her. Terrence isn't even trying to play the game. He's on the outside occasionally peeking in, talking about, I too have an opinion. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. (laughs) Did you hear, I I don't know when this happened in the episode, but did you hear them call Nicole mom? When I tell you, I Mm -hmm. I was like, (laughs) man, peg that very, very quick. You're good. You're good. Told you, mom and dad, old people will be called mom and dad. And so, boom. You are good. I was you right. are good. You are I know this game. You are very I good. know this game. And speaking of this game, did you really think Nicole was throwing the competition or did she just let Taylor fumble through the puzzle? I feel like that's probably both. The thing is, is if that were Daniel, she'd be trying to help him. Okay, if that were anybody mm-hmm. else, not just Daniel for the most part, if that were anybody else, <laughs> she'd be trying to vocally coach them through it. Turn it that way. Try it this way. Okay, cool. She would have been attempting to be a team player. So I feel like for her, that's probably her throwing it as well as her not helping Taylor at all. <laughs> Got it. And so we find out that Michael and Brittany win the power of veto. Were you surprised or was it expected? No, it was expected. Cat Dad is out here. Are you kidding? Cat Dad, he has cat children to feed. Okay, he did not come here for play play. He done told y'all with the first two veto wins. He said, you put me up on the block again. Baby, it's going to be thrice. Cat Dad ain't for play play. That's why I was like, Brittany don't need to be scared. Because if anything, she has the only person in this house who has proved that they are at least able to to hold their own and save their own. Every single other person is either out the house or they got lucky and became the HOH. That's it. If we think of track record now, Michael has now won three mm-hmm. power of vetoes. Would you now consider him a threat in this game? Actually, yes. 
Because Michael's social game has been good and he can save himself, it seems, very consistently. Now, if you're looking for him to be your lawyer, that's a good listen. If he can save himself, then you know he can save you. That's like going to a hairdresser, you know what I'm saying? And you you know what I'm saying? And you seeing how good their hair is, you're like, okay, uh-huh. even if you didn't do that for yourself, you made a good decision. So I'm willing to trust you a little bit. So there's that. I would consider him to be a, a threat because if it were down to him and maybe Daniel or Jasmine in the final two and it's up to a jury, people are going to look at what Michael kind of had to go through on his own and how Michael wasn't really that manipulative. I mean, if we're cutting it off at this point, he's one, he saved himself and he's minded his own business. He's been pulled in when we allowed him to. And since they never let him really lead anything, they can't blame him for anything that goes awry. Because what he does is... When he plays, he's always on the offense. So, or he's always on, well. So are you starting to like Michael now in this game? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) No. I don't know, because you keep starting to be like, praise, praise, praise. I'm like. You asked, you you So game recognizes. I know. Game recognize game all day. (laughs) All day. All right. All day. I will make sure that I keep an eye on him. But no, we're not rooting for him. Now that we know he's won the power of veto, we now get into this interesting segment of the episode where Joseph starts talking about outsiders. Yes. Here's that's that's when I start thinking about Joseph like going into law too. Cause I'm like, look at you being able to put some things together, okay? Now that you don't have anybody grabbing on your boobies all the time, now you're able to be in the <laughs> game. Yes. Listen. So he, his bromance is yes, over. He's now, now can exactly, focus on the game. Now that he doesn't have his partner in crime anymore, now he's able to be a real player in the game. And the only reason why it happened, okay, so they did this little arc where they were like, you know, for pooch and I was in my head thinking, oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Why? Like, all y'all voted against him. What do you mean for Pooch? Y'all could have voted against... I mean, okay, whatever. But thinking about it now, I realized they're not wrong. If they hadn't seen how everybody else ganged up on Pooch, then they would not have been able to put their heads in the game to realize what the game is and that they're a lot more likely to fall victim to it. Joseph taught bringing it up about the outsiders, the level of observance... Because without him, I'm not sure if anybody would start to get it. Okay. And who do you think those outsiders are in this house? Michael, Brittany, Taylor, just them. Terrence kind of, Terrence kind of. But I feel like because of what the other alliances are, I feel like maybe Kyle, maybe Tur- like maybe Turner. I, I don't know. I, the only three, the only three outsiders I see are Taylor, Brittany, and Michael. Those are the only three that I see. Okay, and so where is Indy? Now that we see, where is Indy? <laughs> this is what, I just want to know where is Indy? She's still on the show. She just didn't get airtime. She didn't play like, nothing. Missing, they didn't. I didn't see do we her. Need to put up sur- missing person. <gasps> we need a missing persons <laughs> flyer Man. out there. Send an SOS. Was there too much Taylor Indy, hate going on that y'all had to fill every second of this episode? with as much as you could so you couldn't even show that Indy was still eating and thriving you couldn't let us know signs of life well because she's a have not she's a have not she's on slop like her edit would probably be like me not liking slop and me feeling miserable do you think we want to do you think as an audience you're I viewer, mean, you'd want to yeah, see that that's true she probably complained the whole time you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> I hate this 
Yeah, you're right. She probably yeah, she probably could play the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Joseph's now starting to get this hero edit. How are you feeling about Joseph getting a hero edit? Well versus the villains are, you know, Daniel and Nicole, and now we get a hero edit of Joseph. I feel like there's a balance that's happening right now and I love it. Mm-hmm. I think that it's kind of necessary for them to have something other than just Taylor being the target, them playing for HOH, and then somebody new trying to figure out how to get her out the house. Like that's okay. Is that gonna be every episode because if that's the case y'all need to rename the show it's taylor's house and y'all trying to evict her that's what it is okay (laughs) (laughs) like like, and that's what it starts getting to more into the game you start seeing who are the key house guests that are playing the game where it just feels like is it their house sometimes you want to root for them and sometimes you don't want to root for them and clearly for us we want to root for taylor and it's clearly her house yeah and like but here's the thing she didn't put she didn't sign her name on that deed they said somebody forced her signature on that paperwork because she was just minding her business okay and then somebody was like this is your house and she was like oh and what i did like joseph ends up saying like he talks about the the outsiders and when he talks about he talks about britney how britney's not included how there's mm-hmm. there's a girls alliance but britney's not included they talk about how mm-hmm. michael is left out how there's this kind of absorbing of michael kind of after the fact and then he talks about taylor that's when he starts to question like why don't they like her because i don't know about all of what they've been saying because i've never been around i've never heard her say anything so now they're all putting it together like yeah i've never really heard her i've never heard her say anything yeah i've never heard her say anything either okay well there's only and then kyle comes through and says which i appreciate him and this little alliance with Alyssa because it finally pays off for taylor then kyle says Alyssa told me that this alliance with the girls actually started all the way back with and I'm like oh they who must not be named so then that's when they're like wait I've never heard so then you start realizing finally people are getting it and then it's like okay well then do we really want to get her out of the house because what, what's what's going on what's what's happening what's going on and then they start talking and it all comes together But first. But first. They form the pound. Yeah, they form the pound. Stupid. The four person <laughs> alliance of with a joke. Which, you know, if you want to name something, I, just... I guess you call it the pound. <laughs> Trust me, there have been really ridiculous names for alliances, and this is definitely up there. I feel like the girls' girls is worse, honestly, than the pound. I feel like the girls' <laughs> girls is way worse than the pound. Like even okay. Oasis, even Oasis was better because here's the thing: they had reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like the girls' girls was just dumb, right? And they couldn't just keep their the name the Oasis. They had to change it to honor their fallen brother. Ugh. Whom they voted for. I'm not going to, I'm never going to not say that part because it's necessary because he didn't have to fall that hard is what I'm like. Yeah, he could have failed. Okay. But y'all didn't have to participate in the falling, especially considering when Mm -hmm. you knew you were outnumbered. Monty, Joseph, and I'll say Turner. If the three of them would have voted for Pooch, that would have made him feel better. (laughs) Okay. But they didn't do that. So why are you changing the group, the name of your group? And I bet you Pooch is somewhere talking about how, yeah, those are my bros. So uh, this whole thing, uh, they should have kept it the Oasis. (laughs) All right. Meanwhile, the pound. pound. Yeah, it's dumb. Decides, you know what? We need to bring in people. Yes. And 
they bring in, they start to discuss, hey, let's bring in Michael, uh-huh. let's bring in Brittany, uh, let's bring in let's the outsiders. Bring in Taylor. Yeah. And so they have a meeting in the HOH room. Word. And then they form the leftovers. Which do you which alliance do you like more? Which is so great. I love I love the leftovers more. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. That's because I'm a kid who grew up on leftovers. Like big holiday meals. You pack that up, you go home, you eat for days. I am all a leftover will save your life. So I love the leftovers significantly more than I love the pound. Now, don't get me wrong, I do love saving a, a you know a shelter dog but i would never i would never call it the pound so no the leftovers that's the all one. right well i can tell you i might not like the leftovers if they're gonna be dominating this game the only reason why is because i like a game where it goes back and forth versus one yes. alliance it just dominates and so i hope that yes even though the leftovers is great for taylor i just yes. hope that Taylor yes. can still continue to play the game how she wants. She targets Monty because I don't like him either. Or Turner. I think she needs to go for Daniel first, period. That's what I'm saying. So this is, but the, the thing is, is that the leftovers is good. This is a good group to get Taylor where she needs to be. I'm happy with everything that is happening thus far. The conversations that are happening, mm-hmm. the 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 strategeries. I am happy and pleasantly surprised at the level of clarity that there was in identifying what the issue was what the target situation is and then what needs to be rectified and how to do it my favorite part was them planning it and coming up with the solution all right because the pound the pound was trash (laughs) (laughs) now they're in talks of doing a blind side. Do you think Turner mm-hmm. will do the blind side or will Turner still put up Taylor and Nicole? No, I think he's ready to backdoor somebody. And do you think you ready to that put- backdoor knows it? Because we start to see in this, no. the edit, Amira really still likes playing Big Brother. And I know, oh, oh, that edit was so good. It was so tasty. That dude, when I tell you, listen, this satisfied so many things of my reality needs right now. <laughs> and so I kind of understand like why why this show is is what it is. Because like when people actually start playing the game right, then you're like, ooh. And the editing is so juicy. It's so good. The live feeds are really great. Too. I would love to see Real Housewives of Atlanta try to pull some Big Brother equivalent. <laughs> oh, baby, the, psych- the psychosis of... Okay, they would be so mad. The internet would be quoting them left and right. This was great because Amira is one of the top in the Girls Girls Alliance who's been targeting Taylor for no reason. It was she who shall not be named, Jasmine and Amira. These are the top three who have been gunning for Taylor from the beginning. So it's nice to know that Amira still likes to play the game, but that there are also other options that Turner has. Mm-hmm. Because it, it could be somebody else. You don't know. Here's what I want to know. Why did they bring out that scooter after? And why does she keep doing things that requires several people to lift her for no reason? She's milking it as until I, she has to... She's playing that southern She's playing that southern damsel thing excessively. I'm wondering what the next injury will be. Do you have Ooh. asthma? <laughs> you have that too now? <laughs> All right. So let's get back. Do you think now, with the leftovers being formed, this saved the season for enjoying? If it goes well, yes. And and what I thought was that this would have happened in 
the when Michael won mm-hmm. veto and Jasmine mm-hmm. was HOH, I thought Michael I thought Michael was gonna do it. Ugh, when he was talking about putting mm-hmm. up Joseph. Ugh, I was I thought that was gonna happen. But it, this this is so much better. So much better. It was worth the wait. If it goes off, if it goes off, if it this goes off right, so all right. So yes. If oh no, not if. So when Michael and Brittany take themselves off the block, who is Turner yes. going to put up? Hopefully he will put up Amira and Alright. And so if that were to happen, who do you think will be evicted and by how many votes? Ooh. Okay, so I think it's gonna be Amira. I I do think it will okay. be Amira because you have Okay, so you have Monty, Kyle, Joseph, you have Brittany, Taylor, and Michael. So that's six. That's six people in general. The only other people, Andy, the last time she and Terrence had an interaction, she said he wasn't really doing anything. So I feel like she would vote. (laughs) I feel like she would. Be petty and vote by. (laughs) I feel like she has the potential because the last thing he said to her was, you know, you just got to take it, you know, and you just got to do, you know, you can't, you can't just do. And so I think that's the thing. So she'll be a vote for Amira to be evicted or to vote to stay and vote Terrence out. As opposed to the six that you mentioned to yes. vote for Amira. Yes. Okay. Yes. So again, yes. So again, by a vote of what to what? Indy, Alyssa, they're girls, girls. So that's two. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so Amira, or so Indy and Alyssa, that's two. And then there's Jasmine. Who's the other? <laughs> Nicole. Who's who's the other? Oh, Nicole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nicole, here's the thing she's not in the girls girls alliance that's why i didn't think about her so nicole is definitely gonna vote to keep terrence oh no she's has to vote to keep amira so yeah man i don't know it's probably gonna be the same thing that i thought with pooch it's gonna be close it'll be close okay this will be a very interesting episode to see then now mm-hmm. turner mentions during the power of veto competition that just because you're safe on a evi- uh, from eviction night doesn't mean that you're necessarily can't be evicted. So yeah, what do you think the power will be for the safe house guest from eviction? Well, let's see. What was the last one? The backstage uh, boss. Yeah. So it maybe it's something like that where okay, the person who gets in the safe house gets to pick another person to be in the safe house, or maybe maybe it's something like that, or maybe. They're just safe for, or they can't be nominated until they get rid of the festy bestie twist. Right. Yeah. So I. Yikes. Who's to say? Or maybe they have to then infiltrate another pair of besties, and now it's three people, which means there could possibly be three people up for an eviction or three people are safe if they win HOH. See, I like your predictions because they're <laughs> they're always good. That's why I'm like, oh, I don't I, that's why I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I always want to know what you're gonna say because I'm like, whatever he says, it's probably gonna come true. So I love that. But I like hearing what your thoughts are because it's like I it, because you don't know the game yet. And so I I feel like you have a different perspective than what I have because I know things that could probably happen versus you it's like i don't know i'm gonna watch yeah yeah i i enjoy watching this from the point of view of not really knowing a lot about the game because i can see how frustrating this would be you know otherwise (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so after this, who do you think will be the new HOH? We're hoping for Taylor. Always, always, yeah, always, yeah. always Listen, Taylor. No, I think Taylor will be HOH next week. But I also think that with regard to Nicole, I don't think that'll matter so much because Taylor thinks that Nicole was hurt by what she said. She felt as though what she said was rude and disrespectful, which once again, Taylor is better than me because Nicole talked to her in a way where you can tell she thinks of herself like somebody's mama. And uh, but last time you said problem... she was more like an auntie. No, no, no. But here's the thing. She's not somebody's mama. And that's the difference. You are playing a role that you don't fit in. So the fact that she decided that she was going to actually what you said to me was rude and you need to watch how you talk to people because that was disrespectful. I would have been like, um, well, excuse me. Um, I didn't know if you were crying because of the game or because of your mom, but trust and believe. I don't care. I, let, let me tell you the explicatives, okay? They come out of <laughs> my mouth. I don't give. And then explicatives. And then, so at the end of the day, you and your little fanboy can kiss my grits. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is. Because the whole thing is, is that Taylor's been real nice, but they're talking about passive aggressive. How to the point was that for you? How direct, was that direct enough for you? I was trying to be nice. That's all I've ever done in this game. You guys keep accusing me of being passive aggressive. Is this direct enough for you? Good. Get it, got it, good. Now that you see who I can be, understand that person that was in the house before, she's gone. So that threat you think you got, you got. But Taylor also stands a chance of winning this game still. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so unless she thinks she's about to go home, you know what I'm saying? Unless, she, unless she's on the block, you know, period. Like that would be my going, that would be my my, my bird song, my mm -hmm. swan song. You know, when you get to talk to people, you're like, listen, I just want to say thank you guys. I want to thank my mom and my, yeah, whatever. That's been, That would be when okay. I do that, period. And do you think t in tonight's episode, Julie's going to ask Taylor or maybe Daniel or Nicole, how they're feeling about being in the house. You know, poke the bear a little bit. Ugh. If they have to fill airtime. I hope so, because it all goes towards the edit and it all goes towards the end once, the, once this season is over and they all get back to their social medias. Mm-hmm. Because I, I wonder if, um, if there's anyone out there who has figured out how many times Daniel has said, um, America's watching. Like, how many times has that been said? Oh, don't worry. America's watching. Oh, your mom's watching. Let Who has a list of all the time and how many people have been watching? Because I want to know what they think about your behavior. Because everybody but Taylor has something to answer to. Any final thoughts? Um, I'm excited for this next episode. Can't wait um, to see you then. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I really hope, Taylor, We I'm going to keep sending positive vibes for Taylor and that she gets the justice that she deserves, and hey, maybe we'll get some leftovers. Maybe. If you liked this episode and any of our other episodes, please like, share, subscribe, and rate our podcast. You can follow us on Facebook slash Instagram at Reality Revelations Podcast or on Twitter at Reality Rev Pod or on TikTok, Reality Revelations Pod. You can follow our own socials at I am jasmine dallachay on instagram and i am at who is mark drum on all the socials. well with that being said this is the end for now come back and tune in to our next episode of reality revelations where we discuss our revelations of reality tv specifically big brother bye everybody bye.